This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. my pet parents and soon-to-be parents, friends listening. This is Michelle Fern, your host on Best Bets for Pets. All right, for many of you, this is something that you've considered or have. Do you do collar or harness? And what are some of the benefits? I've often pondered this myself. I have a guest that's going to tell us about it. And also, I'm going to share with you a fabulous product. We'll be right back. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite for life. Pick up two tubes of Doggo Suds. Get the third tube free. Peppermint, tea tree, lavender, Doggo Sud shampoo. Made with all-natural coconut, jojoba, aloe. Great for healthy skin and soft, shiny coats. But no itchy, harsh chemicals. Lather up, rinse away. Try Doggo Suds. Buy two, get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. I'd like to introduce Jamie Hopper. She's the Business Development Manager at Blue Nine Pet Products. Welcome, Jamie. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm thrilled to have you. And I know that Blue Nine, of course, one of its products is a harness, and that's what we're going to talk about mostly today. But tell me a little bit about Blue Nine pet products overall. Sure. So Blue Nine pet products launched about five years ago. So we're a relatively young company, and we design premium solutions-based pet products. So any product that we develop we want it to solve a problem for pet parents or professional dog trainers or anyone who has a dog. Okay. Well, that sounds great. You know, if you have a dog, you have to have a collar or you have to have a harness, something to walk your dog, you know, besides just the Mm -hmm. leash because the leash has to attach to something on the dog's body. And there's very extreme schools of thought, I think, on both ends. And then there's people in the middle. What is so Mm -hmm. different Before we talk about the advantages of the Blue Nine Harness, what is some of the advantages as you see it or points of difference between a collar and a harness? Certainly. So I think it's really important for dogs to have collars because you can attach their identification to them. So like an ID tag that has your phone number on it, that sort of thing. It's really important to leave something like that on your pet at all times in the event that they go missing, they slip out the door, they run away, or if you're transporting them and you get into a car accident, it's really good to have contact information on the dog at all times. But when it comes to walking a dog, there are certainly safer alternatives. So if we're walking a dog on a flat collar, that can put a lot of pressure on their sensitive trachea and throat area. And if they lunge or pull really strongly, then they can cause damage um, to their sensitive neck and trachea and throat area as well. So walking a dog on a harness can be a safer alternative because it disperses the weight across your dog's body more evenly. So it's less likely to impact their muscles and skeleton structure. 
Let me throw this out at you just to see if what your input is. I've always heard that dogs have super strong necks, and most of my life I've had larger dogs. So, you know, we're talking 50 pounds or so. And I've even known trainers. Now, this is going way back. The things have changed dramatically where if they're training a large dog, we'll use a choke collar and yank them back. Can having a collar or training like that still aggravate a dog's neck, neck muscles if they're a larger dog as compared to, say, a teacup or, you know, very small breed? Absolutely. Even large dogs can become injured by the pressure that is around their necks and throats. Good to know. Okay, let's talk about the Blue Nine Balance Harness. First of all, I have to say one thing. A lot of people have problems putting on a harness onto their their fur babe. And I've seen geniuses get all tangled about. And I have to say the Blue Nine Balance Harness is super easy. I had uh, someone who's um, a genius but is not very harness educated, and he had no problem putting it on my tester, Lily. So what did you do when you thought about, how did you guys go about developing or the harness? What were some thoughts that went into when you said, we're going to make a harness and we're going to make it different or better than anything out there? What were the things you were trying to achieve? Absolutely. So I think maybe we'll take just a mini baby step back and kind of address how we walk our dogs and when we want to teach our dogs how to walk nicely on a loose leash with us, there's lots of products available on the market that help teach your dog not to pull or help manage them when they're pulling. So the balance harness is a no pull loose leash walking harness in the sense that it gives the owners a little bit more control over their dog when you take them for a walk. So a little caveat, a lot of dog trainers will say that harnesses teach dogs how to pull. And we always like to say that it's actually the owners following after a dog that's pulling that teaches dogs to pull. But we wanted to make sure when we started developing the balance harness, we wanted to make sure that we were developing a solution that was going to help give dog owners a little bit more leverage or a little bit more control over their dogs while they work on teaching them how to walk nicely on a loose leash. So when we were developing it, we did develop that front leash attachment point on it. So you can clip your leash to basically underneath your dog's chin or on the bony part of your dog's chest. And when your dog pulls in front of you, it gently guides them back around towards you. So you can re-engage them, get their focus, and then reward them for proper behavior of walking nicely on a loose leash. There's a million other features in it as well, but I think that that's a pretty big point to make for our pet parents that are listening. That's a great point. And you touched on this a little bit, but what makes your harness different than the other ones out there? I know that there's six adjustment points, but what are the differences? Absolutely. So as I said, there's lots of different front attachment or no-pull harnesses available on the market. So as we started developing this one, we wanted to make sure that we got rid of all of the annoyances of other front attachment harnesses. So other harnesses might rub into the armpit area and cause chafing. Some are going to restrict free range of motion in the forelimb. What that means is that there's a strap that cuts across the dog's shoulders and it prevents the dog from being able to walk normally. It shortens their stride. 
And a good analogy for why this is so bad and why we want to avoid doing that to our dogs is that if us as humans, if we stubbed our toe on the coffee table and hurt it really bad, if we walked kind of with a limp for three or four days while that toe was healing, something else in our body would start hurting. Maybe our lower back, maybe our hips would hurt, or maybe it would travel all the way up to our neck. We're walking out of alignment because we're protecting that little toe that we stubbed. So it's the same for our dogs. If we're forcing them to walk in a way that's not natural by putting a harness on them that is restrictive, it's going to lead to injuries or soreness and walking out of alignment in our dogs. And it doesn't necessarily change when we take the harness off of them. There are permanent gait changes when we put our dogs into a restrictive harness. So when we develop the balance harness, we wanted to make sure that it had a Y-shaped front that allowed full freedom of movement in the forelimb. And we also had it developed with the top strap and the chest strap being adjustable. And that means that the girth strap will sit further back instead of riding into the armpit area. And Lori Stevens is actually the core designer on the product. She is a T-Touch practitioner. So she works very closely with dogs and their biomechanics and she does fitness instruction as well. So she was really tuned into how this would fit on dogs and making sure it was the healthiest option available for them. You know, it seems like you thought of everything. You This is a very thorough harness. And just in listening to you making the points and, and thinking, yes, that's right, that's right. You know, because you do see a lot of harnesses that are binding for dogs or that are, they're more cute than functional. Yes. That is correct. <laughs> a lot of that. I've seen a lot of that. And I just think, why? But okay, that's another thing. Okay, so we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about more about the harness and some key points on how to maybe get your dog used to a harness if they've always had a collar and some other things. We'll be right back after this break. everyone, Michelle Fern here. You know how they say you are what you eat? Well, guess what? Same is true for your fur babe. Did you know that 80% of the immune system is influenced by the gut and that supporting the immune system through proper diet and digestive health helps your pet to better fight environmental allergies? It's true. I have a grandpa dog, as I call him. Mr. Z is now 14. And over the years, you know, he's had his issues, but lately he's had a lot of allergies. And I've recently put him on a solid gold diet, and I have noticed a major difference. His arthritis, doggy arthritis, doesn't seem to bother him as much. His old dog nose has healed up very nicely. He just has a different kind of a spirit. He just seems overall better. And I attribute that to what he's eating, his solid gold food. Solid gold foods are different than a lot of the pet foods out there because they cleanse the digestive system with whole superfoods, they're balanced with living probiotics, and they're fueled with omega-3 and 6 fatty acids, which supports gut health and nourishes your pet inside and out. And right now, Solid Gold is offering an amazing offer to all of our listeners. Yep, right now you can get 30% off your first order by visiting solidgoldpet.com slash petlife. That's solidgoldpet.com slash petlife for 30% off your first order. Go ahead and take advantage of this great offer. 
Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. We're talking to Jamie Hopper, and she is the business development manager at Blue Nine Pet Products, and we're talking about the Blue Nine Balance Harness. So, Jamie just told us all about the key points that make the Blue Nine Harness Balance Harness different than any others that are out there. How would you go about, I guess, if your dog always just had a collar and that was attached to a leash and now you're going to get them used to a harness because you've you've listened to this show and you know it's a lot better than than just, you know, a collar and a leash. What would you do? What would be the steps to um, acclimate your dog to a harness? That is a fantastic question. So one of the other features of the balance harness is we have a buckle on the neck loop which means that you're able to clip it around your dog's neck similar to a collar before affixing it around the rest of their body. Many other harnesses require you to slip them over your dog's head. And a lot of dogs don't like that. They don't like their ears being touched, that sort of thing. So the buckle on the neck loop makes it quite a bit easier. I have a question about that. I read that in your instructions and I probably have heard that somewhere because I've had so many different shows with so many different types of products, but I didn't know some dogs didn't like their ears touched. Is it some breeds or some, is it for droopy ears or pointed ears or? It's really an individual dog's preference. So just like some humans are very sociable and enjoy giving other people hugs out in public. Some people are a little bit more reserved and shy and don't really want to be interacted with physically. So I think it's important to look at your dog as an individual and see what they like. If you try to slide something over top of their head, do they duck and move around? And are they calmer or a little bit easier to handle when you try and clip something around their neck similar to a collar? And whatever works best for your pup, that's what we recommend doing. Besides just dogs having, you know, some dogs not liking their ears touched, a lot of dogs have a little bit of a fear of something going over their head. Just, mm-hmm. you know, hey, Mr. Z does. I mean, he, you put anything over his head and, and for the most part, it's clothing. He stands still and doesn't move. But your mm-hmm. harness, I tried on him too. And he's, um, he's an old dude. He's 14 and didn't bother him at all. And I oh, did that's that. great. And I didn't read, look at the instructions and did it backwards at first, and it still didn't bother him at all, <laughs> except he kind of looked back at me and was like, I think you got it on wrong. It's not supposed to be this tight in this part. So, you know, I don't know. <laughs> but um, okay. So what other ways would you get used to, your dog used to um, the harness? So it's great to hear that your dog didn't have any trouble with the harness being put on him. We don't typically hear of dogs being shy or not enjoying wearing the harness specifically because it's so well designed. It's not going to cause chafing in their armpits and it's not going to ride up around their shoulders and cause any restriction. But we would always recommend making it a positive experience. So before you fit the harness to your dog, make sure you get them nice and tired so they're more willing to stand still while you're doing the harness fitting. And then once you put the harness on your dog, try and do something that they really enjoy doing. So maybe that means going for a walk and offering them some high value rewards or treats while you're going on that walk. Or maybe it means going out into the backyard and playing a short game of fetch while they're wearing it in order to get them used to it. 
but it should only take two to three times of putting the harness on them and pairing it with those really fun and rewarding activities before your dog is ready to wear the harness every time that you take them for a walk. Okay. So it seems like it's not something that's that unusual or that rather difficult, you know, for your pooch to get used to. On your information card, which is, I think it's adorable and clever, (laughs) and whoever designed this and put the information on was just hit all the right points for pet parent. I really like, uh, you know, um, for everybody listening, there's a picture and it has um, like a line drawing of a dog and it shows also, you know, some fits on, and flexible, you know, the the key areas of the of the product. And on the back, it shows the wrong fit. And there's this one dog that looked the, the dog looks like he's in a straitjacket because I don't know how somebody would put this on their dog and tie it so tight in both ways. But I'm sure it's happened. How do you know if you're, you know, this is great information and this pretty much shows, this card shows exactly how it should be on your dog. But in case you're, I guess, um, harness challenged, what would be some ways for you to mention to the pet parent, this is how you know you have it on right and and so forth? Because I do know some people that just, they have the hardest time with any kind of harness. Yeah. Um, Well, that's a great question. So Blue Nine has a fabulous educational resource library. We have over 100 videos on our YouTube channel, but we also post some informal but also educational uh, Facebook Live videos on our Facebook page. And we have an exclusive Facebook group that our pet parents are able to join. And that's a really fun collaborative community where people can post any training questions that they might have. And they can also get support from other Blue Nine customers that love and use our products. In addition to all of that, we have a fabulous customer support team. So we offer the option for our customers to send us photos of their dog wearing the harness. And then we'll give customized feedback on how to best fit the harness to their dog if they're having any trouble with that. As a general rule of thumb, we want to make sure that our harnesses are not fit too snugly. So as a general rule of thumb, if you can fit two fingers flat up against your dog's rib cage underneath the girth strap and any other straps, then that should be comfortable enough for your dog. But again, we do offer that customized feedback as well. That's great information. Earlier, you said that you want to make sure that the straps are not close to underneath where, you know, where the, it's not really the armpit, but if you think of your four-legged as a two-legged, it would kind of be the armpit, um, the um, area, you know, that sensitive area that can chafe. Is that true? Do you have to be just as careful whether your dog is furry or it's, I'm sure you have to be careful if it's not that furry, but if your dog's really furry, do you still have to be careful about it? It may sounds like might sound silly, but there's a lot of pet parents out there with furry dogs that just think, oh, I don't have to worry. My dog's furry. It's not going to bother him or her. Well, we want to think about what's going on underneath all of that fur as well. The skin in that area is going to be much more delicate, so it's going to be more likely to chafe whether they have that fur padding or not. But also thinking about how the muscles move underneath the skin and whether or not they're going to consistently be bumping into that strap as the dog is is moving. So we do really want that strap, the girth strap, to be fitted away from that area for the overall comfort and safety of our dogs. 
Great answer. And that is, like you said, you want it to be a positive experience for your fur kid. And you want this to be um, making, you know, a way to make the walks pleasurable for both of you. Yes. On the picture, it looks like, is it two leashes you recommend walking your dog with? So we actually offer our multi-use leash. What that is, is it has a bolt snap or what's at the end of any regular leash. It actually has two of those on them. So you're able to attach both ends of your leash to the balance harness, and that gives you more leverage over your dog when they pull. So if you have a super strong puller, we recommend attaching to both the front leash attachment point on the balance harness and the rear leash attachment point on the harness. Okay, and would you do that while you're, sounds like you would do it mostly when you're training your dog, and then afterwards you can go toward, you know, a one-leash situation. Yes, so once your dog has learned how to walk nicely on a loose leash, then you can simply attach it to just the front or just the back if you choose. Okay, well, this has been super informative, and this is a great leash. Now, for everybody listening, how would they go about deciding, you know, and also deciding the size and also what is your range of sizes that you make? Sure. So if they want to learn more about the balance harness, they can go to our website at www.blue-9.com. And right there, we do have our sizing chart. So we recommend that you measure your dog around their girth. That is around their rib cage. We want to measure the widest part of that. Once we have that measurement, then we'll know what size we need to order for our dog. We have sizes extra small through large, and it fits dogs anywhere from 8 pounds all the way up to 140 pounds. So we can fit just about anybody. Yes, you can. It sounds like you could even do a mini horse. Yes. We've had quite a few large dogs. Yes, we've had quite a few very large breed dogs that love and use our harness. Okay, well, I recently had a show where they were talking about miniature horses, so that's where that came to thought, but but you wouldn't really walk them the same as you walk a dog. It would be a whole different situation. So, okay. So, Jamie, Blue Nine also has um, a lot of other great products for training your dog. Can you tell us a little bit about them? Because there are just some fabulous products that you have. I, I um, looked around your website and I thought, wow, this is a great idea. Like the um, climb training platform and, and maybe some other gear that you have. Yeah, absolutely. So... Our actual flagship product, the first product that Blue Nine Tech Products brought out was the Climb Training Platform. Um, For those of you guys who haven't seen it that are just listening and hearing about this product, it's basically a square table that's about 12 inches tall and has a length and width of 24 inches by 24 inches. And the reason why it was developed was to help manage problem behaviors in the home, like jumping up on guests or begging at the dinner table, or excessive barking. So the premise of it is that we teach our dogs to go to the climb. It's basically a platform or a pedestal, and they stay there instead of doing all of the naughty stuff. It's not a timeout because we want to make sure that we do it preemptively or before our dog engages in any naughty behaviors that we don't like. And it's training an alternative behavior. It kind of stems from the circus days. So if we think about lions and tigers and bears, 
we put all of those guys up on pedestals or platforms during a show, and it gives us more control and more focus over the animal. So by putting them up on the platform, it creates a defined space or a defined boundary for the animal to work within. So that makes it easier for us to teach them any new behaviors that we want to teach them. Great idea. And are there any other products that you have for training or maybe new products on the horizon? Yeah. So we actually just launched our Inspire Dog Training Treat Pouch. So that is a treat pouch that you wear around your waist and it holds on to dog training treats that you can give to your dog anytime that they exhibit good behavior. We have a bunch of other accessories that go with our climb dog training table and other accessories that go with our balance harness as well, like leashes and collars, that sort of thing. And they can learn all about those products on our website. Well, great. Jamie, thank you so much for coming on Best Bets for Pets. And before you go, Blue Nine products are, I think, a fabulous training device for so many pet parents and just great general. I mean, the balance harness is just a fabulous idea and makes it so much easier to walk your dog. Where can people listening find your products? Yeah, so they can find our products online at www.blue-9.com. And if they want to join our Facebook community, they can find us on Facebook underneath the name Blue 9 Pet Products. And our Facebook group name is Blue 9 Helping Dogs Succeed. So if you want to see some dog training games, you can join us there as well. Oh, great. Well, thank you so much for coming on Best Bets for Pets. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Okay. What an informative and interesting show. So if you missed the website for some reason and you're exercising or driving or something, no worries. Just go to the show page for this episode and there'll be a link to Blue Nine Pet Products as well as um, a little picture and some info about the products. And I would like to thank my guest fur babe, Lily, who's a gorgeous golden retriever. She um, tested out the harness for me because it's actually for her, but Mr. Z tested it out too because I was impatient. I wanted to know how well it fit and how, how difficult it is to put on. And pretty easy. Even for those that are harness challenged, this is an easy harness to put on and their directions are fabulous. And so I'd like to thank Mr. Z and Lily. I'd like to thank Jamie Hopper for coming on my guest as my guest for Best Bets for Pets. And thanks to everyone listening for making Best Bets for Pets one of the best product shows out there. And of course, thanks to my producer, Mark Winter, for making me and my guest sound great. Keep listening because you never know what I'm going to have coming up on Best Bets for Pets. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.